0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the greatest disaster on the internet. It's the Foreheads Podcast. I'm Golden Boy. You got sideshow, Brand, and Reinforced, and we're going to talk about some crap here today. And crap is certainly going to be on the menu uh, because a lot Love of crap. our, a lot of our, li- well, craps on the menu one because you know Thanksgiving just passed, and you know everyone's just pooping like crazy. Uh, so if you have uh, any got a great
1: story about my friend. Oh yeah, we boy, you have poop. great
0: thanksgiving poop my pants stories please uh, share oh,
1: with us i a story i'm just gonna outright say it well, okay don't watch the what podcast is it? What happened, he's, he's doing like um exams alongside his work right and uh uh and he basically has one of the worst diets known to mankind like just just absolute trash worse than zp uh up there yeah definitely up <laughs> there Oof. Oof. Uh, and uh Yeah, he's doing exams right now and he had a four hour exam. He had diarrhea throughout the exam. (laughs) So he had to keep running back to the toilet and they were convinced he was cheating when in reality he was just uh, taking his insides were melted. Yeah, that's so brutal.
2: Because at that point,
1: I feel like you would be,
2: you would kind of be fine cheating because you've, you've, butchered your chances at that exam by running out every yeah. 20 minutes to poop. So yeah, at that point, allow the guy to cheat a little bit.
3: Oh, yeah. that's just the worst feeling. Are you not I'm honestly, I got, I got anxious just thinking about that. Yeah, so exams. B- before just, we move on. Just like to... sitting there and like the third time you have to go to the restroom, you're just like, should I go or is it weird at this point? It's just like I can feel the anxiety you have to go. setting in. You yeah, have to go. but it's like you don't want to. Because like, look, I pooped a lot during my exams too. And I'm just saying. Wait, did? well Please I don't know. I, I said it for a comedic effect, but oh, yeah. no, maybe no, maybe it was not that true. Maybe I took a shit once. Who knows? I, I had to poop during. But I'm just saying sometime. that anxiety you get when that you know, you know, when you're having your morning coffee. I mean, some of you don't know, like Sideshow, he doesn't like coffee. But wow, you know, you don't have breakfast. You get ready for school at like eight a.m., nine a.m. You have your morning coffee, but you're sort of stressed to the bus, and you haven't had time for a proper poop in the morning. Golden mm-hmm. boy, I hope you can relate. As so you get I to can. school, there's five minutes into the class and you have to take this coffee shit that everyone has. Like, It's it's everyone knows about the coffee shit. Everyone that drinks coffee yep. knows about it. The
1: and if you shit. haven't I had that and you're like, either I'm going to be it? late
3: for class or have, I, I'm going to need to take a shit during the entire lesson. It's like... What's the coffee shit? You drink coffee and then you got to take a shit. It's pretty obvious. It's really? sort of when you... It's sort of... <laughs> it's very clear. It, it, it's sort of when you wake up in the morning and then you have coffee, and then yeah. your uh, then your stomach sort of like gets going for the morning or for the day, mm-hmm. and so it yeah. like deals with everything you ate. Well, it's like one, yeah, if you're one of those people
0: that like poops in the morning, right? Because uh, some people don't, right? Some people like don't have to poop in the morning. I'm one of those yeah. people that I don't I know do about need you guys, but I
2: don't schedule my shits. I no, just, but it just, bro, it, our bodies just naturally
0: our bodies naturally create that schedule, bro, because it's our bodies are computers. That's why. Okay.
3: okay so much to unpack but
0: i just yeah.
2: poop when i need to poop
3: no but it's reoccurring so often that it's that it's not a thing
2: okay right all right all right i'm gonna see if i can find I can it do... also what
0: the hell is wrong with your eyebrows man i'm sorry it's just tilted. what eyebrows
2: <laughs> yeah they're gone they're gone
0: how did this happen
2: It happened because Puckett came into my chat, and the the problem with Puckett is he's always got these great ideas, but he never wants Mm. to do them himself. He always wants other people to do them. He's like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if he's the definition of an an enabler, and Mm. he just comes Mm. into my chat, and this was two weeks ago, and he said, oh, how many subs for you to shave your eyebrows off? And I thought he was talking about like a little chunk out of my eyebrow. So I I mean, I'm a moron because even when I thought he was talking about a chunk out of my eyebrow, I said 30 bucks, which is not enough for a, a chunk. I mean, it would it would have been cheaper for people to just buy it in chunks. But uh, what the hell is you said? $30 for the entirety of your face. No, 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 no. For a tiny little slit out of my eyebrow. But anyway, the the conversation evolved and it turned out that he actually meant for the entirety of all of my eyebrows off my face. So I said two thousand subs, because two thousand subs is a lot of money. That's ten thousand dollars that people have put into your account for for that Well what?
3: that's not well Well, they've ten, paid ten thousand yeah. dollars. You don't get they've, ten thousand yeah. dollars,
2: but but still mm-hmm. I mean for the people watching that's a lot of money. Um and they hit it within like ten days. Yeah. And so I had to shave <laughs> my eyebrows off. And, more, uh, huh? Yeah, and thankfully Beth isn't that bothered, but she is kind of enjoying. I mean, she painted some like clown eyebrows on me yesterday. I saw that. I saw that. I thought that it was just over your eyebrows. I didn't know that that was actually on. No, your they're eyebrows. gone. They're done. Dude. They're out of here. They take Whoa. like four months to grow back. Four months. Yeah, between Did two and say four 62 months. Two days. So the average is like sixty-four days, according to Google. But then you look at other places, and it says four to six months. So I don't know. It's crazy because it makes your forehead look bigger. Well, it is bigger. My forehead now extends from the top of my hairline to my eyeballs. I mean, there's no hair between my hairline and my eyelashes now. If I plucked my eyelashes, I would be hairless from, like, the middle of my head down. (laughs) It's it's horrific. It makes (laughs) you look like an alien. I've had so many weird interactions with people as well. Like, the Uber drivers... for, because I'm really conceited and arrogant, when I see people looking at me in the mirror when I'm in LA, I just assume that they might know the Overwatch League or something. No. And so, and now this week, I've seen a lot of people looking at me in that mirror. They're driving me yeah. along and they're looking at me in that mirror, and I'm like, "Wow, yeah, people must be like looking back over old VODs or something." That's so strange. <laughs> no, they're just checking out the no. weird-looking
1: alien boy that they've picked up for an Uber ride. Alien yeah, concerned you are gonna fucking start. I don't know, flinging your shit at the window, yeah. trying to steal something. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Oh my crazy. god! I do. Oh, so, yeah. Johnny, what were you looking
3: for, by the way? I completely forgot. Uh, I put it in the documents. You put it in the okay. Document. Let's Buzzfeed article. Buzzfeed. Buzz I figured feed. this. We, this is the definition of a Buzzfeed
2: podcast. Okay. Yeah, this well, is this- actually why coffee makes you shit by Casey Guerin. All right, Casey, lay it on me. Is that why the Starbucks bathroom line is always stupid long? It's just memes. Dude, stupid long. That's so annoying to me that she's not even using the word stupidly long. She's saying stupid long. It's like so hip and down with the kids, but not. I want you to
3: go through this, Sideshow. I just want this your take
2: on every article. sentence. Coffee Why? can do magical things like wake you up. This is just a sentence than a GIF. Okay,
0: There's more. There's more. There's more. It says yeah, here, just... uh, a small study in 1990 found that 29% of people reported that they poop after drinking coffee. And people who reported this also had increased movement in the distal colon, the last part of the colon, for at least 30 minutes after they drank coffee. So for some people, coffee makes things move along, quote-unquote, more quickly.
2: That's not a quote, by the way. That's a weird... I don't know. Oh, that's not. Yeah, it's a tilde. Apostrophe tilde.
0: Yeah, it's a tilde. Well, you know, it's BuzzFeed. Who who cares? Um, Coffee can also stimulate contractions that propel your breakfast
2: down and out, so to speak. Why is mm. this a woman in her wedding dress waving on traffic? Is oh, she shitting uh, in the street? She's poop, and she's in the middle of the street having that, to poop. That, oh, my God.
0: That's the... um bridesmaids that's that movie bridesmaids
2: okay Never seen it's actually a
0: super funny movie she's Sorry, like pal this scene is hilarious she like they go to try on a dress right to try on the wedding dress right and then uh i i think something happened where she drank um like uh oh my god what's the thing that makes you poop i, I forget Topic. no 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 actually no 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 yeah funny uh no they went to eat at this restaurant and the food was bad and then they went to go try on the dresses And then everyone caught diarrhea like at the same time, but she was in the wedding dress. So she started to like freak out and she's like running in the middle of the street. And then she just like crouches down and then the poop just starts coming down. It's actually like so this is a gif
2: of her shitting in the middle of the street in a wedding dress waving on traffic. Indeed, it is. Well, that's surprisingly good source uh, yeah. finding for BuzzFeed. Yeah, and it's Maya Rudolph too. She's a she's a great actress. Like
0: you should you should definitely. It's a funny ass movie. Like I okay. would I would definitely check it out. Um.
2: Yeah. So I mean, I get it.
0: You know. Like but if your post-latte poop-,
2: poop happens every morning, it might not be the coffee at all. It could just be that your gastrointestinal tract is waking up after being inactive all night. Sorry, why do you go from post-latte poop and a gif that just says shit to saying the gastrointestinal tract? Why don't you just say your gut? What your is gut. the, there is a, a crazy swing of language here.
1: Yeah, if you uh, if you copy and paste some science articles, that tends to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That well, is so know, weird. This makes me think that maybe
0: we can make a BuzzFeed website. If I mean, we could, really we could,
1: it. yeah, sure. I, I, I mean, they, they literally. be editor. They, they prey on people, Alex. <laughs> they prey on people. The, the human psyche is easy to, to trick. I've mm. tricked an entire nation that I'm actually good at my job.
0: <laughs> Not just a <the> nation;
1: <laughs> it's a global league, a global, global league, league. Yeah.
0: global league. Yeah, you did it, and mainly, uh,
1: mainly the Americans though. I've convinced the Americans that I know what I'm doing. Yeah, that's the best silly, part about silly it. Silly yanks.
0: <laughs> silly Americans. How dare they? Uh, well, you, you know, uh, I don't know what that was, but uh, <laughs> last last week we had a very heated uh, discussion here on the podcast that created a lot of, or actually two weeks ago, excuse me, and also do want to comment, sorry about missing last week. As everyone knows, I've been in this ever never-ending war with Optimum. Uh, and it's it's showing no signs of slowing down. But the good news is Internet's holding for right now, and Verizon Files is on the way. So moving forward, uh, let's talk about some of the stuff that people had mentioned in the comments on YouTube because we had a, 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 an obscene amount of people that were just really tilted by our Marvel discussion. Some people think that we were idiots. Other people think we were very smart. One guy said I was right, uh, that cinema has declined. Uh, Wait, it's great. No, TV is great. But cinema has declined. I was right. Thank you for, sure. uh, uh, orgs, orgs, for saying that. But let's actually talk about this. Uh, Because, Josh, you watched The Mandalorian
2: now. Yeah. I, and I, I watched it. I haven't seen it. I, think I haven't so. seen the t- so two do last spoilers. episodes. All right, we're I haven't there.
3: watched Mandalorian since the last so, episode. So, well, let's not so, talk the, about the, spoilers.
0: Here's let's the talk thing, about-
2: though. You can't spoil it because nothing happened. All that happened was Baby Yoda exists. That could sum up the entirety of the episode up that until now. That was a now. spoiler,
3: right there. It's not
2: a spoiler, baby. Yoda is in everywhere. He, you okay. cannot, yes. you can't go for a poop yes. without seeing this baby Yoda spring issue. out
1: from your tap. This is my issue right now. Is that I? This is, I'm telling you, bro. I've spent too much time around these big mega corporations because <laughs> I know exactly how they work. And I swear to fucking God, Disney have paid social media agencies to make memes with baby Yoda because i see it everywhere i see it in dank mm. christian memes i see it in shitpost crusaders which is a subreddit dedicated to jo- jojo's bizarre adventure memes i see it even there how how do i see a fucking mandalorian meme in a subreddit dedicated to jojo i don't know I see it all over my twitter timeline I see it all over youtube I see it all over twitch i i, I see it everywhere i don't everywhere. think so though i i don't think you're I right i think they have they have purposely made this cute little character around Christmas time to sell toys, and they, well, they haven't also sold a toy for it yet.
2: Yeah, but they will. You know they will, and it'll they be will. a huge rush, and it'll sell out. Like they they absolutely will.
1: But I don't think it's that quite that cynical. Like it they, is. They, they need so they you want something to sell Disney Plus as this new streaming service. Yeah. Okay. The Mandalorian is that. How do you get the normies involved? Memes. The, the normies are going to buy Disney+. Plus. They're going to be like, oh, it's got all the other Disney films on. Oh, the, the, I want to see the Baby Yoda. And that's, the buy key, that's the key, though. Okay, so that's like the key. They, like they the don't like the memes. They like the Baby Yoda. They like the memes. It's like they like Baby Yoda, and they also like the memes because it's Baby Yoda.
2: Now, they love the Baby Yoda. Like, people love stuff that's cute but also weird. And especially stuff that triggers their nostalgia. There could not be a better character for, like, selling stuff than Baby Yoda because you've taken a character that people already loved and you've just made a cute little baby version of it. Uh, They are
0: starting to sell merch for it. I saw it. um, It is official Star Wars merchandise. uh, And it actually has a one – it's a T-shirt. It's called The
1: Child. And it has a one-star review. And I'm curious to see if this thing Yoda. On, on the Google search results, and, and so, yes, it's tailored towards your average searching, but the first result is Baby Yoda plush. Second one, meme. Third one, merch. Yeah, They know
2: what yeah. they're doing. No, they know, they what, they're know what they're doing in
1: creating Baby Yoda, but they
2: haven't paid people to make memes. People will make memes anyway. I think they have. I the mean, normies the love the rolling. memes. They love to uh-huh. make
1: the memes. I think hmm. they've got the ball rolling with it, bro. I I know how these companies work. I know how these companies work, bro. Yes. When what have you that? ever heard
2: of someone being paid to make to mass make memes? Uh, <laughs> not on an official social media channel, but being paid to infiltrate yes.
1: dank Christian yes. memes to post yes. baby Yoda memes. Yes, motherfucker. Yes.
2: Why would they okay. pop off if the if people were being paid to create them? It, the, the meme, the meme economy works because people. Create what they think will be liked. You can't force the Baby Yoda meme to if to people examples. weren't gonna enjoy it. Okay, so it, it,
0: they,
3: it. all right, uh, here's my What take. if, so I think, I Go think there's a, uh, I think there's a, uh, I can't find the words, whatever, I'm just gonna spout Swedish shit. Um. So I think what Bren might be trying to say, and i am only like half listened, is that. They purposely, in the show, set up the scenes with Baby Yoda to make for good memes. So they purposely looked at Baby Yoda and were like, what can this character do that would be
2: funny and good memes that people would like? That I'm totally on board with. That is a theory that makes sense. Bren is literally saying that Disney has paid people to go into Dank Christian memes and various other places and make memes.
3: This Baby Yoda account, Twitter account. Do you think it's fan run or do you think someone else is running it? Definitely awesome. fan run. They, they baby Yoda, to, baby, hundred twenty-four thousand followers.
0: They'd have to disclose it. No, it,
1: it, would, it would. be. The point is be... that they don't disclose this because they go through social media agencies. But I mean, yeah, in some cases, no. If it was they an have official, it what well, they don't a lot of the times, they actually just do not. Like, the amount of posts on Reddit, mm. if you go onto the slash all section of Reddit and you look at the top upvoted stuff, a lot of them are adverts that have been uh, put yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. Like, as a opposed to it's like, oh, I learned this today. Did you know that this product is out? Yeah, yeah. And then it's got, like, 30k upvotes because they also have, like, bot networks that upvote it. And it is all set up by a lot of these agencies, but and that's I, that's
2: that's much diff. That's much more difficult to like go viral itself. Like some mopping product that you're like, wow, I didn't realize that you could mop like this. Like you're, that's never going to naturally get off the ground. Maybe Yoda would naturally get off the ground. It's a, it's a cute little Yoda with big eyes. Up so i put out some articles in the
0: in the doc they are starting to do it uh there was an article on marketwatch uh marketwatch.com that says uh make disney a lot of money this will cuz spoiler alert for those who haven't turned into tuned into the mandalorian on disney plus yet uh, Star Wars series shocked and awed fans last month by revealing a surprise, adorable character. This 50 year old alien baby is simply called the child in this series, but the little green creature with the wide eyes and huge, huge ears. And we already know this stuff, baby Yoda. Um, now here's the thing I think, uh, that this is obviously a part of the Disney marketing machine. Um, because if you recall, uh, everything in Actually, this is a great conversation topic because, and it gets me really excited because I don't know if, you, if you've seen the show, the Netflix show, "The Toys That Made Us." Uh, oh, no. It's it's a phenomenal show about basically how toys like dominate all media, bro. Right? You're... Hold on, no, 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 no. Let me finish. Okay, I heard, I heard your drunken rage. Okay, Continue. let me let me finish this. Continue. All right, Continue. if you watch that show, okay. One of the major uh, parts of it is Star Wars because Star Wars toys changed the landscape of action figures and toys forever. Like the, what they did with Star Wars, it was a massive money-making machine for uh, Lucas, was the, was the toy market, right? And because of that, they identified that they were able to just get in there with, with like a, a movie, right? People were like, wait... Can you sell toys off of a movie? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And then they managed to accomplish it. Seriously, watch the toys that made us on Netflix. It's so good. Disney is amazing at this. And when you recall when The Force Awakens was starting to come out, okay, remember that BB-8, right? Like, there was no real reason for BB-8, but they made BB-8 because what was the first thing that they started to do?
2: Oh, hold on.
0: I have it right here.
2: Yeah, sell. They started to
0: sell toys. That's what they started to do because they recognized that people would buy toys for BB-8, or better yet, they'll buy toys for R2D2. Like it is a, it is a massive market, and 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 to think that you know when they came up with Baby Yoda, right? They know that they were going to sell plush toys, especially for the holiday season. It was brilliant. Now, the but memes, my, I don't think they controlled. I think the memes uh, just started because of internet culture. But that's my, that's what argument
1: is, my argument is that, that they, they need to sell the Disney Plus subscriptions, okay? And mm-hmm. you want to tap into a market that's like, you, you want to tap into the normies more, right? You got a Disney catalog, that's all well and good. But a lot of people just don't even know it exists. Like my parents, or my mum, my grandmother, my sister, they don't know how to use technology. They're just, and I, and that is the the case for a lot of people. Like they use Netflix, and that's pretty much it. My sister knows I use mm-hmm. technology, but my mum just wouldn't, probably doesn't even know that Disney Plus exists. This is how you target our demographic of the of the mega boomers. You're targeting the mega boomers with memes. Yes, because they share it on Facebook. Look at this tweet that I put in the doc. Look at this tweet. This is exactly what I'm talking about. It's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> we've uh, we've elevated
0: the term to mega boomers. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah they're they're going after the mega boom no yeah Mm -hmm. i
2: i saw this tweet yeah
1: like
2: (sighs) opens twitter sees hashtag baby yoda trending clicks on hashtag baby yoda sees baby yoda says to wife
1: we need disney plus make sure to include hashtag baby yoda a couple more times just so that people really nail it home yeah i i just i look at this and i'm like you could not be more obvious
3: Can we just agree that it's something that universally all ages like?
2: What do you mean? What, the Mandalorian or Baby Yoda?
3: Baby Yoda. Like, it doesn't matter if it's Boomer or Gen X or whatever.
0: Yeah, everyone likes something cute. Who doesn't like something cute? I
3: don't
0: know. I I don't think
1: anyone's hating on it. And I'm I'm trying not to hate on it. But what I am saying is I think that there's ulterior motives behind. Of course there's ulterior motives to sell toys. That's the point. No, no, no. But the the the, the I, all I'm saying is I I look at the trends on the internet right, and the one thing I've spotted the most is that maybe it's just the circles that I follow and the circles I'm part of, but I've seen it in places where it shouldn't be, where it's super successful, and mm. I'm like, this feels tailored, it feels like it's been orchestrated, because I know that there are social media agencies that do this. Like there, there's some running the social media for Overwatch League teams. Yeah yeah the exact same thing it was so I, I know it exists oh, but, but your but your argument stuff, is that yeah, yeah.
0: people that are hired to create memes and i think that yes. most things yeah, yeah. no i okay so here's here's my interpretation of potentially what happened is that someone watched a mandalorian obviously found baby yoda to be adorable and funny and then decided oh i'm gonna post a meme then people on the social media teams of these companies they're they're combing through this all through this data right so they're seeing what's popular and then they themselves maybe are are pushing it you know maybe they're on their sure, own personal maybe. channels but like i always do believe that like the the memes and all that stuff that that that's that's organic creation and then from there it is then manufactured by you know whatever entity decides that they want to kind of take ownership of it right um that's typically like how it how it works. It always comes from from the people,
2: and I then mean the the, the tools have been given to the people as well, right? Like uh, the 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 very memeable gifs have been immediately uploaded to Giphy. Probably by social media agencies and stuff like that. Mm. But the the fact of the matter is that it just popped off because people enjoy it. Yeah. The the more interesting topic, in my opinion, yeah. tying this back into what we were talking about two weeks ago, is that what they've essentially done so far with the first four episodes, and this isn't really a spoiler, but I suppose it's a bit of a soft spoiler, so close your ears. Although Frankly, Bren's argument, just to go on a mad tangent for a second, Bren's argument that nobody must spoil this show for me that I am deliberately not watching for four weeks, even though I know everyone in the world is watching
1: it, I'm going to save it for an airplane, and if you spoil it for me, you're the bastard. No, no, no because I've just been avoiding the spoilers for it. Right, but you can't and get this, angry this if huge... somebody spoils it for you, because most people yeah, are assuming... I just told you. Well,
2: yeah, you have just directly told me, and now I'm directly... Well, close your ears then. But also... Uh, No! Right, anyway, it's not a big spoiler anyway. But the point that we were tying into two weeks ago was that we were saying that more and more it seems like shows are just being made to tap into the basest uh, feelings and not really exploring anything interesting. The Mm -hmm. Mandalorian is almost a definition of this. It's just tapped into people's interest in Boba Fett it's not literally Boba Fett, but it's tapping into their interest in that in the original series. And it's just tapped into their cute factor with baby Yoda. And it mm. has almost no story so far. Yeah. It has almost no story in four episodes.
3: Oh, uh, it's so painful to watch. It's a no, guy it's not. doing no, it's, it's a not. guy
2: doing quests. <laughs> okay. It's a so guy like It's
3: a no. it's a it's a TV show that's written like a video game.
0: Yeah, and there it's a TV show to pots. sell products. There Sucks. are things. There are things in there that obviously mention underlying issues. You can see that the Mandalorian's origin story, which kind of gets flashed at you, and I won't say anything
2: more because Brend also know, is an idiot. flashbacks. Very early on, as they're making armor, is the most video game esque, cheesy, cliche way of ever oh, telling oh, yes. a backstory I can possibly imagine. They don't the, allude yes. to it. They don't explain the story. They just go like flashback, flashback, flashback. No, well, are so awful. Awful. No, preach. What preach. you're saying about people caring about Boba
0: Fett? I mean, yes, yeah, sure, but I think it's more that there's always been this 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 race of of uh, warriors in the Star Wars universe that we've always been curious about. Yes. And we never got to learn anything about them because yeah. the only connection that we had to this was Boba Fett. The only Mandalorian that we saw was Boba Fett. And then we got Django Fett later on. Uh, but that was a different kind of situation. But I think that, you know, it's it's just we never got this information and 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 to see it in in the show I think is really cool to explore.
2: The Mandalorians. But they're not. That's the thing. Cool. They're not exploring the Mandalorians. They're not exploring they Mandalore. They're not exploring the, the, the lore, and the culture, and the downfall, and and stuff like what that. Do you
0: mean? They they're, they are exploring the culture. They they continuously sprinkle details
2: about the culture of the Mandalorian in each episode. All they've said is, "This is the way," and oh god, we got to hide now. No.
0: There's the stuff about the armor. There's the stuff about the, the, the mass. There's there's the information regarding weapons of my
2: religion is is the quote. And that's poof.
1: This is you not see, a culture. I just
0: feel like everything, if you simplify everything that's not simplifying, it. that's a literal matters. line of dialogue. That is a literal line no, of dialogue. But, you, but like you're you're just so literal on it. You have to like break it down to like what it is, like what it's representing in the greater Star Wars universe. Uh, why do why, why I feel like I'm the crazy one here?
2: I feel like you are the crazy one, honestly. Mm, the, Star Wars uh, has always been very, uh, very kind of a silly take on sci-fi. You know what I mean? Like it's it's casual, right? It's um, sure. It doesn't take I, itself I, I, hyper I, I, seriously. It doesn't explore. Enormous questions. It really kind of focuses in on like classic storytelling. I would say, like the, the yeah. kind of um, the the rise heroes of hero. and villains and yeah, heroes, yeah, heroes and villains, that kind of stuff. It, it's not, it's not, not like Star Trek, where Star Trek kind of has like layered or Battlestar Galactica.
0: Sure, yeah, and, yeah,
2: yeah, or even you know, political like the intrigue and... yeah, like all the Isaac Asimov or the the Dune series or stuff like that. The stuff that explores yes. like yes. big questions. Star Wars more explores the the people inside of those situations, but yes. I, I don't know. I also dislike the idea of having a character that has almost no potential for character development because they're a baby and what are you the, talking
0: about baby yoda yeah 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 okay uh,
2: it it will be like many 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 years into the timeline before this character would naturally have any kind of character development and that to me is just you have birthed a stagnant show in order to sell baby yoda I don't people. know. I is John Favreau is a is a
0: phenomenal writer and creator, and I don't think in the past
3: or with the Mandalorian.
0: In in general, John Favreau's like really smart and he tells great stories. Like he's Do you think I, I Mandalorian
3: mean, is a great story?
0: Well, it's I only four episodes in. I mean, we're four episodes well. in, and I'm intrigued in the world that has been created around this because we've seen more of the world of star Wars and the Mandalorian in these four episodes. And we haven't quite some time and we're, and we're not seeing like things for the sake of like selling movie tickets. Like these have been, you know, like, like in star Wars, uh, last Jedi, when they were on that planet and kind of reenacted the, uh, the the battle of, um, of Hoth, right. With, with, but except this time, it's like they're in the desert and it's red visually striking, you know, like we're no, like we're actually seeing like, Even this last episode gave us, I think, a lot in this last episode. Not only was it a really cool episode, it was a very classic kind of episode, a little Kurosawa almost. Uh, But it was also just a really, uh, we saw a part of the world that we never really knew existed. And I thought that was actually kind of cool. So, I mean, I'm okay with it. And we're four episodes in, and I'm okay with it. And I'm curious to see what happens in the next episode. It has me hooked week by week. Just like his Dark Materials has me hooked week by week. It's a good show.
2: You know? Oh, his Dark Materials as well. Don't get me started, Alex. I, really? I love those books, and I've been watching all of the episodes, and Beth loves them as well. But the acting is so poor. Like, it's so tragically poor for a lot of the people in it. And I don't I want think to Fodacorum ruin it for people. is really
0: good. The guy who plays Fodder is, is. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. There are a few really people good. that nail their roles, and there are a few mm-hmm. people that suck. And it just takes me out of it so badly, and I feel I've like it's something I've been Lyra. noticing like yeah. more and more is just yeah. dialogue and acting can just immediately rip me out of shows sometimes, and that's that's one of them where I really want to love it, yes. but it's hurting. That's how I felt about the boys. I just watched the boys first yeah. episode. I never seen. Have you
0: guys seen the show? The boys yeah, it's about yeah, the superheroes? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. All right. So I just saw this the first episode of the show, and. I was telling Cynthia, I'm like, this show is like so transparent and and annoying, but like you know, uh, Carl Urban, who's one of the main characters in the show, and then Jack Quaid, they're great, like they they are really good, and they they get me invested in their characters. But the second that they bring in the other superheroes that are in the show, they're so generic, yeah. bland, and, and and telegraphed that I have like no care in the world what happens to these characters. Like I could give a flying rat's point. ass.
1: I is it the point is that the the it's actually yeah, the boys is uh a mirror of the manufacturing of the superhero genre of today for Marvel, exactly what we were talking about last episode. The point is they are overly generic because they have been manufactured in their appearance and their marketing to appeal to as many people as possible. No,
0: but I'm I'm not talking about the actual theme of of the show. I'm talking about the people playing the characters. Like the the lines of dialogue that were written and the okay, people playing sure. the characters, I just think that they're like insanely generic and just very very boring. Like it, it's just as characters, I have no desire nor care about what happens to them. So this whole kind of revenge story that is has come up in episode one. I mean, cool. I'm more I, I care about the funny banter between Car Orbin and Jack Quaid's character between Butcher and Huey. I think that is like a cool d- dynamic. But their actual mission, I really just don't give a shit about because it's like, eh, whatever. Like, okay, cool. They're they're bad people. Yay. You know, I don't know. And yeah. Cynthia, my my wife, got on my case about it. She's like, you don't like it because it's negative and blah blah blah. I'm like, no, I, I just don't like it because it's lazy writing.
1: And and well, so I guess I, you're right. I, I, don't, think, then, I yeah, don't think I don't think the revenge storyline is is the main uh the main thing. It's a plot hook. It's the kind of tie into the rest of the story. I'm not going to go into it because spoilers, but yeah, I, I get it. I I mean, look, I think just uh, to open up the universe and give a reason to follow the characters and, and give a connection between a lot of them. You know?
0: I'm going to continue to watch it because, you know, screw you, haven't, it. you
1: haven't seen all of it.
0: I, I just saw episode one. So I'm literally oh, basing
1: off of okay. episode
0: one and how I felt the characters, the superheroes were portrayed in episode one. We, we watched right. it last well, night.
1: There you go, Sonny Jim. Because I okay. Well, I was Sunny Jim. Who's Jim?
0: You, are Sunny Jim. <laughs>
1: okay. I I thought you'd seen it, so I was like, "What are you talking about? You'll understand why the characters are as generic as they are, and also." So you're saying it's deliberate? It's yes. deliberately written bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the characters are deliberately cliche as fuck. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll give humor, it a. But you just you watch more of it, and then you see the other side of the, the guys and the yeah. I just was expecting things, more films. comedy. I was expecting more comedy, and it's not—it's not, There's it's not very funny. Some comedy, I don't know. I enjoyed it. It's just the thing that you just turn your brain off and watch. But that's the case yeah. of all superhero stuff for me. I, I mean, Watchmen. Watchmen is not turn your brain off and watch. So no, no, make. that. But that's also not really a superhero film. I
2: mean, it's not the main sure. point.
1: It's not the main point of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but it it uses that uh that framework in order to tell a yeah. different story. Yeah,
1: and and that's the difference between it, you know. I,
0: it. I on the YouTube comments, there was a, a guy who posted something. Will L uh responded to our MCU discussion, and Young William had said. Largely, I think it helps to think about the MCU as a TV show, 22 episodes each two hours-ish long. I think that Josh's worry that this is the quote-unquote end point of art or whatever is just dot, dot, dot wrong. (laughs) Art is constantly changing because eventually people will get tired People didn't care about the movies between Infinity War and Endgame. People got tired in the stretch from Age of Ultron to Doctor Strange. Heck, I'm a huge Marvel fan, and I didn't even see Doctor Strange in theaters. But then the next five movies were some of the best in the MCU. Age of Ultron, Civil War were exactly what Josh complains about, just throwing tons of superheroes out there. And compared to Infinity War, a movie with a thesis and a pretty inventive story structure overall, uh, people didn't like them that much. And now that the infinity saga is over and the characters that people cared about so much are getting retired. It just won't be as exciting for people anymore because their intermovie narrative was what kept people on board more than anything else. And then there was more that he had talked about there. Uh, but I never really contemplated seeing the MCU as a TV show over 22 episodes of two hours long. Um, yeah, cause that... I saw every movie. I don't think every it...
2: movie, I don't, Well, I don't think it really matters whether you consider it a TV show or whether you consider it a a series of films. I mean, what we were discussing putting it as a series of films is that there are uh, funds and resources that go into various movies, and my concern was that if they feel like they've figured out a formula where they just spam it over and over again, all Mm. of the blockbuster movies will just end up being this. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Somebody actually sent me a, a, a DM as well saying that um it was a guy called AJ Lewis sent me a message on uh, on Twitter that about this actually a really long well-worded uh, argument about it but I'm just going to pick out some snippets he said uh, looking at the past decade of cinema and even further back in the 2000s there's no doubt that in terms of box office results it has been mostly dominated by Marvel films and fantasy adaptations like Harry Potter um and he said However, rising tides lift all boats. In the past two decades, we've seen a huge rise in independent cinema. Uh, people like Tarantino, Wes Anderson, Paul Tom Anderson, and Taika Waititi. And the, his argument is that because the blockbusters have grown so enormous on the back of this, uh, I want to say like easy content that draws people mm-hmm. into cinema, that it has allowed independent film to rise from like the 90s onwards. Um, so... It's perhaps wrong to think about it in terms of what, just what the blockbusters are, and it's fine if all of the blockbusters are dumb content, as long as the trickle down effect helps rise yeah. meaningful. Kind of like the
0: way that your dumb Twitch stream has kind of elevated Johnny's quality content, right? <laughs> is that is that how we're
2: is that how we're <laughs> I, I never host Johnny anyway, so I don't wanna <laughs>
0: Oh my god!
1: <laughs> it's yeah. yeah. Johnny no. always hosts me, though. Yeah, I always host Bren. Wow. Yeah. See, the problem oh, is Jonathan,
2: Jonathan has a regular uh, schedule, and he always finishes before I even start because he's yeah. You guys never host well, me. Well, so, all,
3: so what happens e-c-s. is I realize that all of my viewers are actually – I don't know. No, I'm not even going to – never mind. Smoothburns.
2: <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> well, were you about to roast your viewers? <laughs>
3: I have an incredible community. I have an incredible community – and uh-huh. they really appreciated that I was a regular streamer last week. I like, didn't have a proper time schedule, but I had like a day schedule. So I let them know like, I'm going to be on midday, on Monday and afternoon on Wednesday or whatever. I have a mm. really good, passionate community that I like. But, but I noticed that every time Josh is offline, I get like a 100 to 200 viewer bump from the fact that he's not streaming. So they come to my stream instead. Uh, and So I've sort of just like... You got my sloppy up. seconds. <laughs> well, except... <laughs> For the fact that i stream oh before my you my
1: god. except for my
3: <laughs> i stream before you so wow. technically technically i'm just uh i'm just uh foreplay before your stream <laughs>
2: <That's who> I-, <laughs> I like that johnny i like that oh dude you gotta make that the title so you should- of your next stream I'm yeah, foreplay
3: so- before a sideshow <laughs> So you should just credit me for warming up your viewers, nice, and then it's go time. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> open all of my streams
2: with, "Well, now your balls have been tickled by reinforce. So let me get to the meat of the product."
3: <laughs> <laughs> I really tickled the jimmies of my viewers. Oh uh, man!
0: Um, so there was also one more point that Will made. I did want to touch on it. He said, uh, "The point uh, they all made that we all made a good point about cinema and what's happening to cinema now is what's been happening to books for years." Why read a book when you can watch the adaption? Why go to a theater to see a movie when I can watch one at home or just binge long form television? The world's just moving the focus of its creativity and the theater industry is on its way out as a result. So interesting that you feel that what your friend, what your person said was that, you know, the rising tide raises all boats. But whereas he believes that, you know, like the theater industry as a whole is kind of taken a bit. Of a nosedive. I mean, you
2: could just yeah. look that up, right? I mean, you can just look at the revenue uh, across years and whether or not it's increased. And my gut feeling would be that overall revenue for cinema is just continue to increase on the back of this wild superhero thing. But I can look it yeah. up.
3: Yeah. I also, I also think that it's a bit of a pendulum effect. I think, um, that with a lot of these social norms, people always go like back and forth between two directions, and I think we've swung so far into the Marvel and, like, those kind of movies that is, the pendulum is sort of, like, trying to swing uh, the other side now, where we get more into, like, independent movies mm. and those kind of stuff. I think it sort of happens with everything in life. There's a bit of a pendulum effect where people don't really want to associate with a big crowd and they want to be a bit hipster, and so they move in a different direction. And I think there's, yeah. like, fashion and everything movies games whatever um so i think we're moving it. maybe like down the stretch we're gonna move away from marvel movies and more into like independent stuff i feel like i could be wrong whole content as
0: a whole has really just changed so much in in the last like year even because you know i mean even think about like youtube content and 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 a lot of the creators that are out there right now and and a lot of them you know, the, the wave, the thing that was like the cool thing to do was to create just highlights from your stream, right? Take your stream and then make highlights. But before that, uh, you know, it was really like that let's play non-highlight, just straight up format. And then before that, it was more of the commentary type of approach. And I feel like we're kind of going to get a reset on that kind of content because everyone's trends and desires and and tastes just continue to change and creators continue to change whether it's in the cinema or in tv or in youtube or in twitch i feel like just content as a whole is is truly there's no one format to rule them all you always have to evolve over time you evolve or you fail uh that's capitalism you know in a in a nutshell and or not capitalism, but I don't know. But you know what I mean. That's just that's just life. Uh because I, I just feel like everything, like content as a whole, like it is just everything's just changing like dramatically, you know? And almost a little too fast
3: to the yeah, point where I, I kind of feel weird about it. And I think people aren't really aware of the change before it's already happened. Like I, I think we swung too far into the clickbait sort of direction. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, holy shit, everything is clickbait. And then they started doing like proper debates and long form discussions. And then I think um, uh, podcasts with like long form conversations like started to pop up and people started to appreciate that. And now maybe we're swinging back to a bit in the middle. And I think the same applies to like phones and stuff. People were like, oh, we swung really far into the instant gratification, Instagram, Twitter post kind of. Uh, swing of things and now we're starting to swing back where people are setting like time limit on their phones they're craving way more social experiences and they want to meet people in person um so i think we're starting to swing back into like social gatherings and maybe like cinema can come back i actually oh frick who did i hear this from who did i hear this from uh i don't know if it was was my girlfriend or if it was a podcast or something Uh, maybe it was reddit who knows but apparently, like... The three major sources of information of in Jonathan's Sammy's life. life. <laughs> podcast,
0: <laughs> Reddit, your girlfriend, done. Well,
3: who, who knows? Anyway, it said like something like um, that bookstores were on the verge of like going extinct because no one would go into a bookstore when they could just buy a book on like Amazon or they could listen to a podcast instead. But then bookstores started to boom. And essentially, people made a thing out of going to the bookstore because it was like a social experience, a real-life event, and they could like tell their significant other just like hey let's go to the bookstore because it would be a fun thing to do for like 15 minutes 30 minutes just go and walk around and look at books um you know comic books or whatever and Mm. so I, i i think uh fuck i forgot what my original point was but I was basically saying that, you know, we're swinging back into a people crave itself. interaction.
0: Well, well, look at yeah. look at
3: Instagram stuff. Right.
0: I think a lot of that has to deal with with Instagram, Snapchat, you know, uh, even YouTube and Facebook. Right. Like how they've all kind of adopted and, and ripped this, the concept of Snapchat's uh, uh, short form, 15 second long content and then Instagram stories blowing up because you can't have Instagram stories of you just chilling at home, binge watching TV. Because like, and it's a little weird. It it really is. But like, people are just they. We've come to this. We're at this point where people just desire to show how awesome their lives are all the time, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's really you know freaky. It's a little odd. And I know that I. If you go to my Instagram, instagram.com slash com slash w Uh, if you go to my Instagram, you you'll see content like that, right? You know, uh, just what are you watching TV. No, like going out, like when I go out and the things that I'm doing and, 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 you know, like the, the places I'm going to, or hanging out with friends or something like that, there's just always a desire to share, right? Always a desire Mm -hmm. to share content and, and you can't really share content if you're just chilling out at home, doing nothing, right? So people are going out more, uh, because they, they want to be able to interact and have that social interaction and be like, "Hey guys, Instagram, look at me, I'm so great." It really is. It's not a bad thing. It's also not like a great thing of the cat us. And I could be completely off, and this could be like the most ridiculous five head papay take of all time. <laughs> but I just think that we're starting to see so much more of the people just going out, right? Because like, oh yeah, it's a lot cooler to to snap me at a bookstore than it is. For me to be at home binge watching you know the mandalorian because you know i'm I'm being a lazy a lazy fuck today i don't know yeah. I, I i think that there's a little bit of column a a little bit of no, column sure. B, you know overall wow we really dived in some
3: heavy topics here today fellas yeah
0: and i feel great and- what
3: yeah <laughs>
0: no i, I you, you just said like that
3: it. like we've been on for like two hours and i was like where did the time go
0: I don't know. I don't know how long we are, but what I do know, and I'm going to promote it on the show anyway, and no one can stop me, is go buy Halo Reach.
2: Oh, what is what is Halo Reach? Are you serious? Boom, yeah, I day? actually don't know. Like, I know Halo. Are you it's serious, like... bro? Halo are you is... serious, bro? Halo is like a, the game where you play as Master Chef and you shoot people. And... Not Halo Reach. But I don't did know, you know say, what Halo did Reach, reach is. you just say MasterChef?
1: Halo Reach is, is Yeah, it's uh, like a
2: bacon show, right? You shoot pastries at people as Master Chef.
1: Halo Reach divide. was the down it was the, <laughs> the downfall of Halo. Halo Reach was the downfall of Halo. I don't know why people are getting so excited about it. Okay, people are getting Halo 2 because...
3: was the best Halo of all time. Yes.
1: was it not there. Wrong? Halo Three, I think, was 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 better. No, it's Halo Two. Why? Well,
0: multiplayer wise, Halo Two is the why?
3: best. Halo three uh, was the wrath of the Lich King to Burning Crusade. It started going downhill. It
0: jumped no. the shark. No. no, Reach reach was that.
1: Reach was definitely the cataclysm. Reach was so, the cataclysm of Halo. A few
0: things. Firstly, uh, I had this confirmed online, um, but the uh, Reach release that we are all playing right now is being played on the, I would say, not universally, but majority loved title update that uh, significantly reduced the uh, bloom. Uh, that was one of the reasons why people hated Halo Reach was because Halo has always been a game about I see you, I shoot you, my bullets go in that direction, and then that's that, right? Mm. Um, th- there are weapons that don't function like that, but then there's some weapons that do, and each weapon has its own like particular thing. Like if I have a plasma rifle, I'm able to drain your shields quicker than if I was shooting you with a you know an assault rifle, right? Uh, so those elements of the game uh, and, and then also the the holy trinity of Halo, which is melee grenades and shooting, have always kind of melded together to create really unique uh experience. Now, the thing is that Halo Reach introduced the DMR and then, then introduced this mechanic called Bloom. And the reason being is because Sage Morel, I believe his name was, he was one of the developers on Shadowrun, which is my favorite game of all time. Yeah. But Shadowrun was a very different type of game. And the rifle in Shadowrun functioned a lot like the DMR in Halo Reach. But in order for you to get the maximum impact of your rifle, you had to crouch, you had to take your time. But the game functioned in a very different way. Grenades were very different in Shadowrun versus grenades in Halo. Map design was very different in Halo versus Shadowrun. So the the mechanic didn't really stick in the same way. Now what they decided to do was to minimize that bloom. So that this way you were guaranteeing that you were getting good shots, but you couldn't just spam the shots and try and see if you can like, you know, you could kill your target like really quickly. So that's one element of it. Then the maps. There weren't that many maps. Uh, Bungie was kind of on their way out already doing Destiny. And a lot of the things that they did in Destiny they experimented with in halo uh the introduction of sprint which a lot of people blame 3434 but it was bungie bungie were the reasons why we have sprint in halo uh for them it was more or more or less like adapting halo to the modern time the modern time meaning call of duty uh but in this instance it really didn't you know like it really didn't stick the way that they wanted it to and sprint has been a hotly debated uh de- hotly debated uh, thing Why is in the sprint Halo so for bad time. for Halo? Well,
1: it just it doesn't bad fit. It, I yeah. didn't. I didn't like. I didn't like Halo Reach for multiple reasons. I forgot about Bloom. I forgot I even existed in the game. Yeah. But the the abilities, the armor lock, and the sprint, and the loadouts. They added loadouts into the game. I yeah. think. They added. They, they, they added. They added
0: the, yeah, it, it's not like no. They added loadouts in Halo Four, but Halo uh, Reach had given you the option to pick a. Um, Uh, an armor ability uh, right when you went into the game
1: those were so silly because it was like i'm in a ghost and i want to i want to speed boost into a fool and he armor locks and kills me because my ghost just gets torn to pieces and like how the hell do you tell if a guy has armor lock or like another ability right like there there was there's some things that just went there was no outplay potential at the time when i was playing it I was—I mean, I'm still bad at video games, but I was particularly bad at video games back then. So I just there probably was outplay, and I wasn't realizing at the time. But in my my 14 year old mind, I was like, "This is so so many ways it's gone backwards from Halo 3.
0: Yeah, it was a very different departure from Halo Three. Halo Three—you know—you had your BR. The game played very differently because you. Had- projectile br versus the hit scan uh, dmr that we had in or or hit scan br that we had in halo 2 uh map design too is like a big thing because so the reason why sprint uh i don't know johnny you asked the reason why sprint in halo is not something that is loved. this and this actually was told to me by my friend uh ghost uh ghost yami uh he was a former pro player um now works at ea and and he essentially said and he worked at three for three for a little while on um halo the reason why Sprint is, is, is bad is because of the way that you then have to design the maps. Because you have to design a map to accommodate for Sprint. Because if a person can, can charge from one end to the other end, you know, uh, like take Midship, for example, which is a really small map. And if you add Sprint into that, by the time I kill you in your base... I'm able to just turn around and charge over to the other base where you're going to spawn and then kill you again. So you kind of create this really uh, fast-paced gameplay. Um, and, and and then the other element, too, is that Halo has always been a game where, like, y- your gun's always ready, right? That, that's, the, that's the point of it. It's very um, UT and Quake-like, where your gun is always available to you at all times, hence why Sprint doesn't really make a lot of sense in halo but then they added it to kind of appeal to the call of duty audience and and then ever since then it's kind of just been one
3: just massive and i think out. that reminds me of soldier 76 can go it. <laughs> Frick legs. I know we don't talk legs about overwatch
1: no we don't talk about overwatch that much did you see this recent thing where people are crying about batiste versus soldier 76 and a damage output yeah Video I mean, clip. They, they they
3: have a point.
1: <laughs> well, what do they? Because the the testing is so biased. When I actually watched the video, it was done by Stylosa. So I know we don't talk about watch but I, I have to mention it because I literally just popped up the testing video. Batiste is about ten meters closer to the shield when he's shooting it, and mm-hmm. uh and like basically, Batiste has comparable damage output to Soldier Seventy Six at that range. Like up close, they are comparable, and Batiste is slightly better. But when they get to the 30 meter mark, the damage fall off for of Batiste is ridiculous compared to Soldier 76. Like, it's the damage output is almost half of Batiste, while Soldier 76 is Oh my is God. That's, such a, <laughs> my but, that. That's uh, such a five head
3: take. My head actually hurts from me saying that. That's such a five head take.
1: I don't know. I looked at the video and I was like, Could they. Mm-hmm. If, this was an act- if this wasn't done for clickbait views, they would do them at the exact same distance bet- between each other and they would measure them at different distances. But instead, they did Batiste right up to the shield and Soldier 76 further away. I was like, okay. I-,
3: is- I really like this because it's, one, Bren having a really good thought out take. And two, <laughs> he's also like sort of calling out Stylusa. <laughs> this is awesome.
1: But that is what Stylosa does. He, he, that's. I mean, that's his livelihood. He relies on hot takes and the clickbait, right? I but also, a...
2: but also, isn't the point also just like unless you are shooting a static target, it's not even comparable because Batiste is mm-hmm. way harder to hit and yeah. it relies on your yeah. reload time and stuff he has as well. Three shot. He has also has three shot. Watches. But
1: he, I mean, it's still not a valid point. The overall thing is, is, is that. Crazy support power creep in the game, yeah, and that's what the point I think of the video was. But power the com- methods he used to measure it were uh, disingenuous. But yeah, just thought do you, do I'd throw think... that in because you mentioned Soldier Seventy Six.
0: Yeah, do you think that? Um, do you think that we are in a in a point where? Oh yeah, I'm looking at the video right. Stanely, uh,
1: yeah, look at the distance between them. Yeah,
0: they're they're. I mean, it's kind of hard to.
1: Do you want me to find yeah. it for you, Josh? I'm put it in. Yeah. The box.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the seventy six looks further away. I don't know. I I kind of feel like, you know, there the that Blizzard potentially is just going to this point with the game where they just want everyone to just be viable, and they just want everyone to be able to survive, right? Because that's kind of what paladins does, and and it's really I, I mean, you know, you heard it here first, folks. I I enjoy it. I enjoy the fact that. Uh, Genos, a support player, uh, can you know, out like survive and and through clever play, outplay you know, uh, a bomb king or something like that. Um, yeah. you guys may not know what I'm talking about, but you I know, put the and... clue, mate. Okay. I know you're talking about, but so basically, the whole point, what I'm saying is like, imagine if uh, Batiste can outplay, yeah, a, so we
2: often talk about power creep, know,
0: a diva or uh, or an Orisa, right? Like, just be able to survive them and 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 apply more damage right like can still be a factor even without his team uh fully you know in present like are you think that maybe they may be going toward that where they just want everyone to be able to survive you know and 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 not have to rely so much on everyone else because that always kind of has been a huge fault in overwatch where you have to kind of rely on random ass people in your team to win uh unless you play with friends does that make sense
3: yeah yeah but i don't like it
2: you don't, okay, I'm just Why watching this like video it? as well, trying to figure out if he is actually further away or if it's a trick of the camera.
3: It could little be little like how how they zoomed out the video. No, because if you if you uh,
0: see when this
2: when he pulls this the shield down, you'll notice that he looks further away. Well, yeah, but that could just be that they cropped it differently. I mean, it's two no. two screens, the, and they look at. Can the, you set different this, FOV for different characters?
1: Yeah, I think so. Not for Maybe that characters. could be what it is. Same F of V. Not different but, characters. But look at the, the difference in distance between the shield from. Uh, it looks different. It looks slightly different. It definitely looks slightly different. Maybe you are right. It looks Maybe overreacting. looks slightly different. But Ooh, it doesn't look
2: okay. that different. Mm, yeah. I think Soldier is a little further away. But they've probably. I mean, it's still a correct take, though. Because they've put it at the minimal distance so that Batiste actually yes. does his max damage. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they, they, unless he goes into that later on where he talks about, but if Batiste is, uh, is five meters further back, this wouldn't work. Unless he says something, I've got to
1: mute it at the moment. Yeah, sure. Yeah, hmm. I, I actually haven't watched the video. I just saw the Twitter clip and watched the video, which I guess I've just fallen exactly for his trap. Yeah. This is what he wanted. You've yeah. given him the click. I'll give it him the click. Yeah. So, there you go. You gave, him the
3: ju- you gave him the juice, bro. There's some yeah. good uh, Overwatch tweets hitting right now. Houston Ooh, Outlaws God. has a pretty good sideshow tweet. I just saw that, man. <laughs> Please yep. bring
2: it up. Please Houston Outlaws uh, have essentially summed me up like immediately. It says, <laughs> it's a Rick and Morty meme. And it says,. <laughs> <laughs> It says, anyone suggests any idea ever, <laughs> sideshow, and then it's Rick sucking a lollipop, and it says, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in
1: the That's dog. Good. Ah, but uh, you see, they
0: paid someone to make a meme, so Bren, you're right, there are manufactured wow. memes out there, wow. I mean, this, this is just, yeah,
1: I mean, this <laughs> is a good one.
0: Oh, good they problem. even
2: removed my eyebrows. <laughs> so
0: yeah, yeah, they did, they removed the eyebrows. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. Is the new Rick have and
3: Morty another... good? Sorry, go mm-hmm.
1: on. The new Is Rick and the... Morty? Yeah, I haven't, seen the I haven't seen the latest episode. It. I haven't seen I've not seen the Didn't one that they they're referencing. One? No, they've released like four so far, mate. Oh,
3: really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I might save it to binge it later. Where do you even watch <laughs> it? <laughs> uh, you need network.com? a
1: cable subscription. No, you don't. You need a cable you subscription. Do. No, isn't you it do. just on the... No, go to adultsim.com. Watch it on
0: adultsim.com. Uh, most people don't know this, but they put their uh, their show on Adult I have a friend who works at Turner and you cannot watch and... Adult Swim
1: You cannot. Are you, you sure? Watch the first it... episode. The rest of them you need uh, a cable subscription. Really? Yep. Well, I guess I'm never
3: watching.
2: Rick Wait, is it Morty. season four?
3: aha uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so, season four. You can watch episode one, and then episode two has a key symbol on also, it, and it says uh, log in. There's
3: another good. Overwatch tweet conversation going on, unless you guys have a, something to add on Rick and Morty. No. No, there's never no. anything to add with Rick and Morty. Sideshow, could you bring up uh, Baby Boy's response to SureFor? <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, and he's laughing.
2: He's Bro, muted. He's so You're muted. Good. How have oh, I managed boy. to mute myself constantly? I, I always manage yep. to do it. All right, let's have a look at this. I yep. Yeah, I was giggling about that. I saw that as well. Where is it? This is a. P- p- Preposterous day. <laughs> preposterous day. Yes. Preposterous
1: day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Can someone read out the original Show 4
1: tweet? Because uh, sure it's for. just so classic
2: Show 4. Sure someone for. being horny on main. Go, go, brain, go brain. Show
1: 4 coming out with the horny on main... It's not really a horny on main tweet, but he usually does come out with the horny on main tweets. Talking about high thigh socks... Or big titty goth girlfriends. He's always talking about something like that. But this time he tweets, yeah, sex is cool, but have you tried having someone you care about say I miss you? That's pretty sweet. It's pretty wholesome. The classic classic play on the opposite of it, right? Babe, responds with, how about having someone you're having sex with also say they miss you? (laughs) (laughs) I love yeah, it's like oh. the clash, the clash of fucking cultures. And I read
0: that Video in his in his like. voice too, which is the best. Uh, which, <laughs> how about having someone
3: you have sex say you
0: miss you too? Oh, I, I heard that. I <laughs> that. Every, that every time,
3: voice. every time I read a baby bay tweet, I just see him tweeting it and then just standing up from his desk and just doing the baby bay dance. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he dances, but he probably just goes like.
0: I just always assume that he's in a random club somewhere. Yeah, and that's where he just, and that's where he sends all his content. Like yeah. he's, he's in a club right tweet. now.
3: Full service.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's not far from the truth. That, I, I love though that Overwatch has combined these. Like, this is just two completely different cultures. Like Shovel would fit in really well in the Weeb culture of like League of Legends mm. and like that kind of place. And Baby Bay would just fit in COD, and they have just actually been collided together. Baby Bay's a Halo guy. Mm. Oh, out yeah? there, yeah, he's a Halo. guy He's a Halo guy. Well, yeah, yeah. Halo. I can, I can definitely see it. Like the, the frat boy kind of, you know, persona or whatever Talk it is. Pocket, he knows all about it. Sure, but <laughs> that's why, that's why I could definitely see it. But I, Baby maybe is just a Chad
2: Pocket, honestly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a Chad Pocket.
2: Yeah, he's just basically a Chad version of Pocket. It's like if we you gotta put Pocket through a Chad episode. filter.
0: Baby Yoda, Baby Bays, Chad Puckett. That's what we gotta do. (laughs) Baby Yoda and Baby Bays Chad Puckett. That's that's the name of the episode. That's the name of this episode. Dear God. Where are we at right now? What's our time? Uh one hour and four. All right. Well, I think Uh, that's a good place to end it. Oh well, I gotta hold some story for y'all. There you go, Johnny.
3: I love it. There it is. There you go. There it is.
0: There it is. If you make
3: fun of this, you're a piece of shit.
0: <laughs> where, okay. where
2: where where is it okay wait there it Whoa. is
0: there it is see a build a town what the hell is that
2: what is north korea build a town because oh that's not that's not story. it that ain't it, fam that's, that that's, ain't it no nope. that's my link
1: i put that in there okay do you want to talk about that today i just found it very i just love north korea and i find it bizarre excuse what? me wait a do you want to take nope.
3: that sentence Delete back the vod do you want to take <laughs> that sentence VOD? back you as have in, like one opportunity. I-
1: as in I'm fascinated by North Korea. Okay,
3: so say fascinated. Don't say you love South, uh, North Korea. <laughs> say that you're fascinated I love, by North Korea. I
1: love... The, I don't It's know, just, I just in. Bren
3: loves
0: North yeah.
1: Korea. Love is the
3: wrong word to use.
1: Fascinated, fascinated by North Korea. All right, let's and let's, the let's idea talk about of it. This state existing in a, in the world of capitalism.
2: Let's talk about it next episode. Let's let's get to Johnny's uh, <laughs> Johnny's thing because Johnny's segment always gets derailed by something
1: genuinely <laughs> by, dictatorial.
3: Do you think <laughs> if Do you think if Bren posted that clip on Twitter, he get banned from Twitter? What? I, love, they, like, North I love
2: North Korea. No. Donald
0: Trump loves North Korea, apparently, so he ain't
2: banned. You're allowed to have political statements like that exist on the platform. You yeah, not? Dennis Rodman still has a Twitter. I don't know He's that out is. there all the time. That's he's a basketball just... player. God dang. Jeez all right, Jonathan, Gosh. take us through this this wholesome story, please.
3: Well, I I, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. So uh, we, I think we can, towards the end of this podcast, we can focus a bit on uh, gratitude for uh, how good we have it in our daily lives you know we have a lot of small issues uh that we that we make a big deal out of like bad traffic or whatever but really we should be glad that we have clean water because a lot of people they don't even have clean water in the world and we should be uh, right. grateful for the awesome lives we have and um that our issues are pretty and small. even in this
0: country flint michigan still doesn't have clean water
3: yeah like it it could but let's focus on us it could be worse and i think we should uh, be very grateful for uh, the opportunities we have like i know that a lot of us we get to work with video games and stream and have a good time and have viewers that are very supportive and we should be very grateful for that and be happy about Mm -hmm. that because thanksgiving wholesome yep no absolutely so and and this story just goes to show that uh You know, a lot of people have it rough, but things are looking up for them. And uh, here's an example of the first solar plant that transforms ocean water into drinking water. So essentially it takes salt water and it turns Mm. it into drinking water uh, through uh, uh, solar power. So uh, there's a small village in Kenya. Did I pronounce that right? We have a different pronunciation. Yeah. We pronounce it differently in Sweden. Kenja. Um, (laughs) How do you say it? So it starts off How do you say it, actually? How do you say it? Kenya.
0: Kenya, oh, Well oh, it's sort of similar,
3: but yeah, there's yeah. difference. Similar, emphasis.
0: but not really. Okay, but it, it
3: starts out saying approximately 2.2 2 billion people worldwide do not have access to safe drinking water facilities. This is happening on a planet covered by that essential element for life by 71. percent water's not an from... element, though, is it? Shut the fuck up! What seems like a contradiction can be the key challenge for humanity's future. How can we turn the ocean seawater into drinking water? The answer appears to be in a small town near Somalia's border in Kenya. Wow! Um, so essentially, down the article they explained that like uh, one in every three people in the world have no access to drinking water, and they are making big efforts, and this small village uh, successfully managed to make clean drinking water out of salt water. So hopefully, we can use solar power. The sun, we have a lot of energy from the sun, mm-hmm. and we can utilize solar power to uh, to enable people to have clean drinking
0: water two things one what happens if we keep taking stuff from the sun Nothing. and then <laughs> and then two Nothing. what happens if we keep taking the ocean water man don't you think after a
1: few years, we'd lose the ocean water? It goes here? back into the ocean. There's a water cycle. Water you drink <laughs> doesn't get used up. It just, um, just goes back into the water. I'm waters. just
3: so fucking happy with these Kenyan people. Can you please the, uh... just focus on these people having clean drinking water?
2: so so fascinating i'm so happy for these people i've heard people say that before what happens if we take too much energy from the sun like genuinely some people are so stupid they don't like solar power because they think it'll make the sun run out faster like how dumb do you have to be bro that's outrageous okay i am all
0: about solar power and i was merely asking a question a theoretical question okay there's nothing there's nothing else beyond it all right uh, but I was concerned about the water and now I know
1: that it'll yeah, be cycle. okay. I learned that water. I don't mean to throw shade at the US education system, but I learned hey, this please, I, was, please free, I please. learned this when I was thirteen in geography about the water cycle of the world. Yeah. Bro, I didn't
0: pay attention to anything in high school. Like, I don't know how I made it this far. True. Honestly.
1: I mean, you, know. you don't need you don't need school. I I'm evidence of that. I yeah. I'd like to I'd like to turn Johnny's wholesome story of the day into a more negative aspect. Yes, but, oh well, God. that is the tradition, but less that's- negative and more to highlight something that's happening <laughs> that not a lot of people realize has actually um happened recently. Mm. Uh, but it's people are still being affected by it. This actually was halfway through the year, so I mean we're in December now, but this was a lot earlier in the year actually. But mm-hmm. Africa got hit by two massive cyclones Mm. earlier in the year uh and like back to back and there's parts of like uh Mozambique and Madagascar and whatnot and yeah they're just still without clean water and stuff and whatnot in Africa and it's like the one of the uh, there's no real examples of global warming affecting places that much other than obviously there's you know some places that are now finally being eroded away like islands actually just being eroded away people not having places to live but this is one of those examples where it's just unprecedented to have two of the most devastating uh cyclones in africa's history hitting back to back this year earlier this year and it wasn't really reported on that much but it's It's just kind of wild and and in the news recently as well i mean there's going to be a key meeting pretty soon with a lot of the world's powers uh, about what they're gonna do about their you know the amount of carbon that they're emitting from every single country because we're reaching the point of no return. Yeah. Is what's being said. Josh, you are muted. I'm just gonna say Hello? that before you start talking. Am I You're muted it, right? It, oh, now. it, it, it oh, yeah. is it is it's pretty not.
0: scary. It is pretty scary though. Uh and that definitely is one way to take Johnny's wholesome story and uh
2: kind of just, you know, crap all over it. Yeah, you know? I think the uh the interesting. I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to unpack there as well. When we did the foreheads uh, podcast, when we did that live, the foreheads and plat chat stuff. Yeah, a, a guy came up to me after we'd had a conversation on the foreheads when I I had been talking about the fact that I didn't really know whether long term I wanted to stay doing like entertainment stuff because it sometimes doesn't feel like you're having that much impact. Yeah. Um, since saying that actually as well been overwhelmed with positive messages all the time like dude i keep going on tangents all the time here but a guy messaged me a couple of days ago and he was like uh hey thank you for streaming i've been uh i've been diagnosed with leukemia and felt like my life hadn't really been going anywhere and watched your stream and now i'm i've been grinding overwatch trying to get to top i'm now top 200 i feel like i'm motivated to do stuff like that's awesome. genuinely people are incredible when i opened my twitter dms it was just a flood of good stuff yeah anyway i know I, I, well
3: on. i i do want to continue talking about that just for a little bit as well yeah it's like i think the it's not a problem but i think us spending so much time in front of the computer and there's no visual element to our audience makes it harder for us to realize how big of an impact we have on people's lives. It would be very different if we turn up to a live event every week in front of three, 400 people and directly saw their faces and their happiness and their joy. But we don't, when we're streaming, all we yeah. perceive is really chat messages and it's harder for us to realize how big of an impact we have. But I have a similar story from last year where um, I started streaming a lot more during the off-season last year and I had someone reach out to me That now works uh, in esports as a social media manager. She reached Mm. out to me and said that my streams really made her day uh, because at the time she had a brain surgery and was super anxious and super depressed about it. And just me streaming daily, providing happiness and like my sort of PMA energy, just like made all the difference for her and like made her really positive and all. And you know those kind of stories just really put into perspective how much impact we have on people's daily lives but we don't really get that interaction a ton on a day-to-day basis because we're retorting to chat messages and people making fun of citrus eyebrows so yeah it's like it's hard for us sometimes to really understand how big of an impact we have but yeah. i sort of try to tell myself all the time that like you're doing a great job for other people out
0: there hey man at the end of the day we're all just a bunch of normal people i love playing video games (laughs) and like sharing that passion with everyone else it's fun we do this because it's fun because i mean lord knows we haven't made any money off anything
2: so (laughs) what i was gonna say what i was gonna say though as well is that when we were doing that live show a guy got in touch with me afterwards and gave me a book uh about i can't even remember what the name of the book was I think it was called, like, effective altruism or something. I think the name of the book was something like How to Do Good Better or something like that. Deliberately, mm-hmm. grammatically uh quasi-incorrect. Uh But the, cool. the book was about how effectively making your career do good around the world, etc. So, like, one of the key things was if you actually just earn a lot of money and give to the correct charities, you can do way more than if you spend your life toiling working for a charity or working for uh, as a doctor hmm. or something like that which i think is an interesting concept yeah um, it's one actually of the... called doing good better how effective
0: altruism yeah. can help you make a difference
2: yeah that's the one um has a lot of interesting ideas in the book as well a, a few a few things that are like based on premises around medicine stuff like quality adjusted life years which i'm not sure that you can necessarily like uh, put uh, across all different aspects of life. But uh, one of the key things is just about like investing in things that actually make a difference for a huge amount of people, of which Clean Water, the thing that your your story was about, Jonathan, is like an enormous yeah. one, along with deworming and poverty and stuff like this, the things that affect literally billions of people around. Um, interestingly, disaster relief, not a big one, because people already donate, mm. donate a huge amount to disaster relief. Ones are often uh, not very well-allocated, and inefficient. Um, so Interesting. There you wow. go. Just a stomp well, on Bren's raising uh, it, some it very was, nice points. It was,
1: it was mainly, yeah, it was mainly just raising the, again, just the, uh, the, the awareness. idea that we're all going to eventually be suffering from the results of oh, climate. Right.
2: Oh, yeah. And, and also, I found this, which I'm just going to bring up. Uh, let me just paste it in the, oh, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm going to paste this mm-hmm. link in the, uh, in the, document as well it's when you were talking about solar power as well the the solar power stuff to uh run that water plant this is a map of the the each one of these boxes could if it was filled with solar panels could power Mm -hmm. the entire world's power get out of here the entire world could be powered from so not all of them but any single one of them
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, wow
2: yeah solar solar power is actually really quite an, i mean these are still enormous areas right i mean yeah, if yeah, you, yeah. you had something this big it would be like a mega mega city kind of size i think yeah or maybe not quite actually i don't know exactly it's pretty fucking big that they are enormous it looks like an absolutely outrageously big city even the smallest boxes but um if if any one of these across the world was uh converted into solar mm-hmm. uh then I believe that it could power the... Uh, what, what was the thing? So Surface yeah, the area entire. required to power the world with zero carbon emissions and with solar alone. It says the areas are calculated based on an assumption of 20% operating efficiency and 2,000 hour per year natural solar input. Um, and this is based on some of the things that came out of the... I think it's like the International uh, Energy Association or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Wow. That's
0: incredible. And really kind of startling, you know, and you really think about why is it that we haven't, why why haven't we done it? You know, why haven't
2: we, it, it almost hard, feels like,
0: know? yeah, no, it honestly, like whenever, whenever I see things mentioned in government and, and all that, and I, I I keep up quite a bit with politics and, 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 and all those fun uh, subjects, one of the major things always comes down to, oh, it's too hard. And it's like, man, we're we're the human race. We 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 have defied the odds in in so many incredible ways. We've I mean, look at this. We're we're just we're talking with each other over the internet in real time. There's so much going on. There's a living, breathing ecosystem outside that should not have happened, but through pure happenstance and 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 also human ingenuity, we've been able to create this mind-blowingly awesome yet horrifyingly beautiful world. And yet, somehow, some way, it is too hard for us to wow. invest into
2: solar energy Sorry, in capacity that saves billions of lives. I just want to correct myself as well. This this box in the bottom left hand side where it says twenty thirty projection, this is the size of the box that would actually cover the entire world. And what they've done is they've split that sized box up between nineteen different areas all over the world to signify what it would be like if each place had its own little power grid. That would be able mm. to serve each area. So, in order to cover the world, you would need that amount of size across. So, you would need all of these boxes. But if you yeah. if you lumped it together, it looks like that tiny little box.
3: Yeah, I, I, you said that initially, and I was like, "How do you send the solar power from South Africa to this?" Place? <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, like, this, is,
2: <laughs> this is a theoretical thing, right? But but what you would do is just spread it out. Like, if everyone's rooftops were covered in solar power, solar power, yeah. Like if you cover a rooftop in solar power, it generates enough for the household plus normally and the way that you then the way that they pitch it to you is they, they they put it on your roof for free and then they allow you to sell the extra back to the company to mitigate the or you don't sell it back, you give it back to the power grid in
1: order to mitigate the cost. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's great. Well, it's interesting. To go, to, go, to go into just a little bit of detail though as well, like what you were saying, GB, is uh, I think it will get done. It just will. It will be push come to shove uh, in the end. You know, it will be like almost a last resort when. But then they were at that point in no overturn. Yeah, when you're at the. But yes, yeah, pretty much at that point, the uh, you know the sea levels will probably be rising. I just, I don't have faith in the human race to take uh, responsibility or take action before yeah. before 2030. I think they need to uh, just actually reduce all carbon emissions. By 2030, I think. Otherwise, yeah. it is just a point of no return. And there are going to be islands that are going to be swept away. There are going to be more natural disasters. There are going to be water shortages in areas. Like, mm-hmm. it is going to be getting to that point. But until it starts affecting the first world and uh, significantly, I mean, it's just not going to see it. I,
0: I thought about, I, this, oh, man, this could piss off a lot of people. But I'm just going to say it because <laughs> it, it impacts a family <laughs> member of mine. Um, So my uncle uh is, serves in the military and uh he is kind of entering into a i mean he didn't say this but every one of my family's uh you know and kind of just said this flat out is that he's going into a forceful retirement uh and the reason being is because he is older and uh they are now just looking for younger uh people they're promoting younger soldiers in the military you know without the experience but and again this is purely from my family side. I'm not, I'm not all that well-versed in it. Could be wrong here. But this is what has been told to me. My father was a veteran. <coughs> Excuse me. My uncles are veterans. Um, and they said, like, you know, uh, they, you know, they, they want to invest in younger blood and, and get the younger minds into the military and so on and so forth. And I think to myself, that's great, right? I mean, you know, obviously it sucks that my, my uncle's in this position. But I understand, like, the idea behind it. But it is also just absurd that we can't, as a, as a society, invest in younger politicians and younger minds to actually get, like, change done in this world. And instead, we keep going back to these freaking fossils. They're, like, 70 years old, 75 years old. And, yeah, sure, they may have, you know, some kind you know, like, I'm a Bernie guy. You know, I love Bernie Sanders. He's a great dude. And and yeah, he'll be the first one to say that he's you know old as crap, and but he has great ideas, and I don't doubt it, right? He he certainly does propose some some radical ideas, but the thing is, is that like we keep going back to this, and 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 it just it bothers me, right? Because like oh yeah, we're okay getting you know young blood into the military, but yeah, we can't get young blood into the house, into the Senate, into the White House. You know, it, it just it just baffles my mind because we're the ones that are going to have to deal with all the crap that happens. In, in 10, 20 years, you know?
3: This is such a <laughs> rabbit hole. It, 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 it is. It really it, is. Because I have a follow-up is. tweet, but I don't know if I want to bring up the tweet because I feel like we're over time and I'm just like, we could go deep. And people,
2: people enjoyed the longer episodes last time. If you want to... I'd say if the conversation's good, keep it going, man. Go for it. Go for it, Johnny. Uh, I, I know I'm people are going to be pissed shit. at me. Holy so, shit. Because I said I, I support
0: Bernie Sanders, so I know people are going to be mad at me about that.
3: I think, do I want to do this? I, I, I,
0: Johnny, do I, it. Stop I being hate, Swedish neutral. No,
3: no, because I think, I, I think it's not about me being Swedish. I think I have a very fair point when <laughs> oh, I say I that think. usually my stream is tough. I know, but I think that usually when I do content, I very much shy away from politics because it's no, I don't want politics on the content I create. And I realize that, you know, this is like, this is not my stream. So it's, you know, I was well, once, together. once once, once Brand brought up the we're we're all gonna die in ten years, I mean, we
0: just, <laughs> it all just went to shit from there, buddy. I,
3: I'll I'll just I'll just link this tweet and uh, we'll see what you guys think.
0: Okay. Oh boy, I'm excited. I'm excited. Let's see. It is from. I'm gonna read it. It's from Kurt Anderson. He says fraction of all U.S. wealth owned by boomers and Gen Xers. And the average number of average member of each age was 35. Boomers, 1989, 21%. Gen X, 2008, 8%. The average millennial turns 35 in 2023. Right now, they own, wow, 3%. There will surely I think, be political implications.
2: I think this. it's possible that this might be a little disingenuous, though, because has this not just shifted for everybody? like has this literally shifted only for the young generation or is this just a symptom of the fact that over the last what uh 50 years there's been a large swing in uh wealth uh pu- getting pushed like the the poor have even less and the wealthy have even more what do they call that again the the trickle down economy oh, no no just the oh. the the, the... It's not the pay gap, Sorry. but the the amount that the wealth is distributed has. Uh, oh yeah, the wealth pushed... gap. Just the, the wealth yeah, gap. Yeah, sure, sure. The yeah. wealth gap. It's it's even it's even more than it used to be. So I could see how that might affect a number like this as well. But yeah, I, I think this is a really interesting one. I I personally though have never felt pressured into. Like, there's a lot of stories about people's dads or their granddads or whatever being like, oh, when I was a child, I owned a car. You must not be working hard enough or something. From what, as far as I have experienced, a lot of the older people that I've interacted with kind of understand that this is the case, that they, not that they had it easy, they still had to work, but when they worked, they got more for what they did. So Mm -hmm. they they still put in a lot of effort, but they got a lot back. Whereas I, I feel like, uh, at least all of the adults that I tend to interact with on a fairly regular basis like family and friends of family and work colleagues and stuff realize that it is just harder at the moment.
0: Yeah, I mean you know speaking from experience I mean this year alone I had to I had to freaking
2: practically kill myself in order to
0: in order to know- retain
2: that 21% that you boomers have been holding on to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know what's the you know what's the crazy part is that I, I didn't section I was hello and now I know I'm a millennial oh right I didn't know that yeah I I I I mean because I never pay attention to that crap I know I wasn't a boomer uh, yeah. contrary to what everyone freaking <laughs> says to me uh, but I thought I was like I didn't know if it was Gen X or Gen Z or millennial I didn't know what the hell it was uh, so I yeah. guess I'm a millennial because it'll I'll I'll, I'll turn thirty five. Oh Lord! In uh, 2023, seeing so what's, seeing this uh, as well? was
2: Gen Z in here. Uh, I guess Gen Z is starting to turn 20 now, or 25, or something. And what are you guys then? You guys are we are millennials as well?
1: I am on the cusp of Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
2: that would be a Zoomer.
1: I am our resident Zoomer. Yes, you're oh, yeah, an old is, yeah. Zoomer. You're like a you're like oh, the Zoomer I, that comes yeah, in yeah, with this his Johnny cap and Zoomer? his Hello, fellow like. kids. Hello, fellow kids.
3: 1996.
1: No, yeah. Oh, you were yeah, born in '96,
3: dude. I'm '95.
1: Oh, twenty-six. Just oh, a
3: millennial. <laughs> I'm an '87 baby. Oh,
0: to
1: boy. be fair, I made
3: mulled wine on Sunday. I'm a bit of a boomer. Yeah, yeah,
1: I am. I agree with you though, Josh. I'm like the fellow kids kind of guy. I come in, I'm like, hmm, yeet, my fellow kids? Yes. <laughs> hello. No, that's that's Matt, dude. Matt just walks into a room and he's
0: like, yeah, man, freaking can yeah, dab, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it, dude, it's so
1: funny. The other day, we were playing League of Legends, and he's been watching a lot of Love Island UK and oh, a lot of Lord. UK television, like Top Boy, and uh, he misused a classic slang phrase of man's backing because man's backing <laughs> normally means... The boys are backing you. They've got your back, right, man's uh-huh. back, the boys have got you. And he uh-huh. was recalling in League of Legends back to me. Who said man's back? And in. He was like man's back in, and we were like, no, no, Matt, no, <laughs> no. I didn't, I didn't pick up on it. Josh picked up on it, and I just died. I could, I yeah. <laughs> it tickled me so. Oh, oh. God, we have, we have problems. I, I look, th- I think
0: this is all very interesting. It was very like alarming you hear are you
2: hear the sirens in the back they're coming
1: Coming together
2: um i i just want to throw one more thing in as well before because i know that people will be bringing this up about the the carbon emissions thing when you were talking about it earlier and you're talking about it's so frustrating that we can't enact change and i know that you are probably speaking from the u.s and from like the the western world kind of perspective when you true. look at the CO2 emissions that are actually arranged by country, here I've got the Wikipedia page open, a list of countries by carbon dioxide emissions, and Ooh, I've sure. sorted by percentage of the world. Um, and so, obviously, world <laughs> emits 100%, <laughs> uh, wow. but... But China is, is at this? China is at the top with twenty nine point three four percent. Let me sorry, I'll just link you the And uh, they
0: are but they are trying to
2: bring that number down. Oh no 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 They're yeah, not I mean they, okay. they I might no, say that they might it. say that they are, but they are up three hundred and fifty three percent since nineteen ninety, which is a result of the uh the country rapidly industrializing the same with china who are up 305 percent and currently make up 6.62 percent of the world's uh thing which is just slightly less than the european union um but holy shit but these they were
0: emitting 22.674 i don't know what that number means
2: but back in 1990 who oh i read that wrong okay bad yeah, so I've just listed it by percentage of the world, and this is from 2017, but the numbers haven't changed massively as far as I'm aware. Um, but it's it's kind of enormous, and it leads to a lot of frustration and apathy from U.S. voters, in my opinion, because what, what, what you frequently hear, the rhetoric you hear is, well, even if we reduce our carbon emissions by a huge amount, China mm. is still producing 29%, like nearly 30%. Russia is still producing 5%. And India is producing 6.62 percent. These are countries that are, you you struggle to bargain with to get them to lower it as well. So it feels like you're just pissing into the wind. And also, people are worried about their jobs of like reducing coal and oil jobs that are around as well. Uh, and yeah. so the it, it becomes a thing that's a little similar to like voter apathy. It feels like even if you do something, because other people aren't doing something, you won't actually make any any headway with it. But see, yeah. my thing is this: Let's do
0: something so that this way, when like the world is falling apart around us, we can all be like, "Ha!" But well, we did it. Yeah, yeah. told you so. Because you know, America. So,
1: yeah, but the um, uh, yeah. yeah, that's that. I, I think will, though is something that say, people would definitely have brought up. You know, in defense of China. Hmm. <laughs> defend them. <laughs> I you love North, North Korea. Yeah. I love in North defense Korea. Defending growing. China. All right, uh, let's go. Just to play devil's advocate to this. The Chinese, as far as I'm aware, the Chinese government have recognized this as an issue. And yes, this is a ridiculous change, uh, but they are the number one country in terms of investment into green power. Yeah,
2: I I can... I think that they will be making changes, um, but that, that government seems like they... It's more important for them to develop economically and develop as a a world power than it is necessarily to make sure that. But uh, if they invest in green energy, you know. If that that allows them to be a world leader in green energy, then yeah, absolutely. I could imagine that they'll do it. But uh, because the U.S. has been a superpower for so long, it feels more comfortable, I think, pivoting away from things that, you know, it doesn't have to be a, a. expanding as rapidly whereas china really seems to be putting that forefront of everything just in mm-hmm. uh, in, ter- in terms of its uh, finances and uh, business
1: stuff as yeah. well what are you gonna say bren i just needed to make sure i wasn't talking out of my ass usually you are regarding this okay so yeah they are number one in terms of solar power um and it says here, I don't know what statistic this is, but renewables as a percentage of total generation, they are twenty five percent. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, it's uh... yeah. That's clear. That's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's all about that. what
0: happens from here, right? Which obviously, the four of us with our massive foreheads will never be able to clearly define and do. Mm-hmm. You know the. The, do the business to be able to, to. We we can't do it, but you know who you can? You Look, can. At the end
3: of the day, it doesn't matter yeah. because
0: free will doesn't exist, <laughs> and we live in a mm. simulation, and we all live in a simulation, mm. and everything bring is him, powered. Bring it back, AI. baby. Bring it back. Bring in. it back to the Let's AI. Do it. But you free know, will what, doesn't though?
3: exist, and it's all scripted, and you can never change your decisions. So I have a solution.
0: It? Here's how we. Here's how we do it. Here's how we do it. What we do is we get Disney. To make a baby Yoda plush and give one hundred of the pro one hundred percent of the proceeds, or actually like ninety five percent, so Disney can have a little bit off the table to to uh, to you know renewable energy. Can you imagine how many baby Yodas would be bought, little baby Yoda plushies? and how we can save the world. Now, granted, they probably would have emitted some kind of carbon stuff to make the Baby Yodas, which would have defeated the purpose, unless they make a renewable energy green Baby Yoda, which Baby Yoda's already green,
2: oh, but yeah. maybe they
0: could do... The definition the... of a green
2: fundraiser.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then they get 5% of the funds, and let's face it, if Valve is any indication, they're going to make a lot of money <laughs> off of that, and then we give the rest of it to green people, and then, boom! We're we're making money and we're saving the world. Let's do it! Let's you're do a, it!
2: You're a genius. How has nobody a thought of this before?
0: I don't know, man. Honestly, I'm so awesome. I guess that's why I won the esports Hosts of the year because I'm so damn intelligent. Here I am. Wow.
1: Can't resist, right, can baby. I not resist. Not made of solid metal. Yeah, solid metal. Not solid metal. It's, solid it's metal. hollow. I so you want to bring it hollow. all the
3: way back, like? All the way back, all the way back. The only award, uh, or not an award, I won, but uh, I once uh, won a racing competition, um, and uh, I got to pick a game from Microsoft, and I picked Halo Two, and oh! we're back to Halo. Mm. Let's go! Look at run that. Run it up, baby. So run it we up. Went full circle. Full Halo circle. 2. Halo I... Reach out on PC. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's where we end it, folks. Thank you so much. If you guys want to share your thoughts on all the crap we talk here today whether that's covering the uh never-ending saga of the marvel cinematic universe uh josh's disdain for the mandalorian or the way that bren talks about people manufacturing memes or maybe you want to get into the conversation about carbon emissions and then politicians and my god we talked about a lot of crap today make sure you comment in the youtubes down below and let us know are you a millennial or a boomer or a gen zer or a gen Xer. I'm curious what are all the terms? I want to hear all the terms. I don't know what they are. Uh, maybe that's what makes me uh, a boomer. Um okay. be grateful, love each other. Oh, uh, be grateful, love each other. Also, make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify. You can go to wherever platforms are, you know, Apple Podcasts and all that other crap. Love social media. Use the hashtag foreheads. We're so thankful that you guys decided to spend your day with us. We'll catch you on the flippity-flip. We'll see you next week on the Esports Host of the Year Golden Boy. Peace. Bye.